0: what is up everybody welcome back to the pod what do we got on the list all right first thing on the list queen's gambit there is this epic netflix series if you haven't started watching it yet you gotta check it out um i'm on episode five i rarely watch these things um but this one is freaking great. It's all about this little girl whose mom ends up committing suicide and she's in the like 19 late 1960s and she ends up at this like orphanage and she ends up it ends up that like her mom was actually a genius and she is also a genius but no one really knows it at this orphanage and so she ends up like kicking butt in all these classes and the teachers basically give her these like little things to do outside of the classes because she has all this extra time so one of those things that she has to do is she's got to go um clean the erasers like from the chalkboard and like so that it can keep uh pulling up the chalk and all that stuff so she has to go down to the basement to do it and when she goes down to the basement she meets the janitor and the janitor down there is an avid um chess player and so they end up developing this interesting totally cool relationship not in any weird way (laughs) but they develop a good relationship and um she ends up learning how to play chess she gets addicted to these pills that they have the kids take and um just absolutely starts demolishing it in the chess world which is dominated by men or males so um she's like the only female in it uh in the um chess world and is just totally crushing it so it's super worth the time to to watch it's fun great thing to do with a homie or um a chick or whatever and um enjoy it so Queen's Gambit on Netflix, super good. Make sure to check it out. What's next on the list? Oh, um, I talked a little bit about so that there was um, some dude reached out to me to buy this, like basically pay me to kind of like take a template repo that I built off of GitHub and um, and build it for him and his website. And so it made me start to think about like, man, if he just had a couple more uh, skills. Be all good around like coding. Um, Like, once you know how to code, you can take that template and it's pretty darn easy to tweak it and get what you need from it. Like, all the hard shit is built. So, um, what I wanted to mention here was if you or you know anybody that is looking to learn how to code, the premier place to learn how to code is this dude on YouTube. His name is Brad Traversy, T R A V E R S Y, Brad Traversy. And this guy literally was, I think, like, when he was, like, 17, 18, or, like, early 20s, late, late teens, he ended up in and out of jail due to, like, drug addictions and shit. And he ended up teaching himself how to code. And now he's basically, like, the number one coding teacher online. And his stuff is just so, so good. It's funny to to think back now because in, like, 2017, when I started watching his videos, he wasn't, he was big, but he wasn't like the guy. And now it's just, there's nobody else that's even close. So he's basically now like kind of, and he's such a good human being. He's so nice and kind. And like, I owe that guy so much. He's done so much of that stuff for free for me. I bought a few of his courses, um, off Udemy. They are worth every single freaking penny. Um, and I, I just feel like I learned more, watching his videos than i would have even if i went to a um uh what you call it a boot camp or any of that shit. so definitely if you or anybody wants to learn a code check out brad traversy traversy media um he's bringing on other people now to um so it's almost like a little media company so it's not just him uh there's other people who he knows are good and up and coming in the code teaching world that are now doing tutorials kind of on his platform, which is really cool too. So um, if you wanted to start code, definitely start with um, HTML and CSS. Uh, That is like the absolute no-brainer place to start. Um, Unless you're interested in like robotics or some shit like that, then um, for sure start with like a Python. Um, But if you basically start with HTML, CSS and JavaScript, you are freaking dialed um, for anything you want. Like there, there's just nothing better. Everything basically online is built off of, off of JavaScript. So whatever you're going to want to code online, as long as you end up learning the three foundational languages, which it's basically just HTML, CSS, JavaScript, you'll be able to kind of move into whatever you want to do next, whether it's React or Vue or blah 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 blah. But the biggest thing is is also like don't don't fucking go. And just teach yourself how to code go in with a project or something you want to complete so like for me I wanted to build um, a website that hosted all of the surf maps or surf spots around the world and so I had this mission to basically create a full product and I just learned the things I needed to learn to make the product come to life that is hands-down there's no questions asked the best way to learn so pick out something for you to build that you want to make, or if someone needs a blog or something built, then figure out how to make a custom one for them. And just each time that you end up hitting like a wall, figure out what is the next place you can get to with it. And um, definitely the best way to learn how to code. All right, next thing on here, new cool podcast I found called Acquired. Um, It's basically about the historical tales or stories of the biggest or like most grandiose acquisitions of private companies and they go these two dudes they talk a little bit slow which sometimes I'm not into I'd rather them kind of speed it up but they go super deep on these stories and like really really in-depth into the kind of the playbook and the behind the scenes of how it all worked um, and and most of it is uh, internet companies so it's It's a really cool um, podcast that just gives you kind of the history of the internet and how these different companies grew. Um, One of the episodes I've listened to so far that I really liked and kind of caused me to mention it here is um, an episode on uh, Twitter, and um, they were talking about basically like all these different um, things that had happened in the journey of Twitter and how much of a fucking dumpster fire like growing any company is but like how much how many times they just did crazy shit to get things across the table basically like they were talking about this one time where something like i think it was the president of russia not putin but some other motherfucker there um sent out a tweet to obama and it was like headline news that the russian president is tweeting at the united states president but their system like lost the tweet somehow or someone like accidentally deleted the tweet and they had to literally just go in and like hard code the, the tweet into um everywhere that it needs to be like on the website so that people could actually find it, which is pretty funny. And then another interesting thing they were talking about too is like, is about um the connections or basically like the nodes. So each person interacting with another person is like a node. So I follow somebody that's one different node or click someone's on my list, that's another node. And they were talking about how the node structure of Twitter is much more resilient, meaning it's, it's really hard to copy than a Facebook or a WhatsApp because with, with Facebook and WhatsApp, all they basically have is the same node structure that's available in your phone app or in your email. Um, because they just pulled in your contacts. So it's all your friends. Whereas Twitter has this node structure that isn't anywhere else in the world. It's basically based on your interests or things you are actually wanting to learn about or what you're interested in. So I thought that was a really neat way to think about Twitter. I never had considered it that way before um, and really dug it. So they go really in depth, really cool podcast, acquired, check it out. Um, Last thing on the list. Uh, ever since I was little, my parents forced me to write thank you cards. Um, anytime that we would get gifts, I basically would get to play with the gifts on Christmas. But then the next day, before I could ever pick them up and play with them again, I had to write a thank you card to every single person that gave me a gift. And so the, uh, it's something today that I feel is... Not utilized enough, um, and has massive, massive, massive potential, um, and can differentiate you um, in really, really great ways. Uh, and like, it doesn't need to be anything deep. You can just buy a five-dollar, four-dollar card, and the return on that will be fucking endless. So, highly recommend starting to utilize thank you cards for a lot more things in life. Just get a fucking box of them. Put them in your room put a pin next to them with some stamps in the fucking envelopes and when something happens where you're stoked on it write that person a thank you card it will go light years away i send thank you cards to my fiance's parents for the awesome trips that i get to enjoy with them and the gifts that they've provided us um and and i do it to so many other people as well it's something that i feel like is one of my secret weapons and uh i think it should be yours too all right that's it for today have a good one